So, we have come to the end of Game Club. We have. This well, is... that was last week. It is well, ended. no, but like, this is a nostalgia look back. This is our nostalgia look back. G- Game Club squared. <laughs> Game Club epilogue. That's that's what we should. That is what we should call this episode. Of Game, Game Club epilogue. Hope everybody enjoyed the uh, bonus content last week. Um, oh, it was nice to to we did so much before. We yeah, should probably put that out for, for once. That was not me screwing up. <laughs> did people message you? I did think you're probably going to get messages saying, "Hey, do you know the bonus content is in this?" No, I didn't actually. Yeah, no, I got a few messages complaining because for some reason Patreon took down oh. the audio file and then. I had to re up it, so it was weird. But uh, yeah, no, so we no. did. Hi, you screwed up again, Ed. Right. <laughs> we did twenty episodes, and what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to pick a best eleven of United players, uh, based not on every United player that's played for the club in no, this time. Not the and literal they, best eleven. No, because that would just be United's best eleven ever, really, unless yeah. you're going to go back to the Busby Babes and um, somehow pick someone from the post-Fergie era, which I don't think too many people are putting them in their best all-time 11. Um, but what we did is we're trying to base it on performances in the games that we've watched. Um, and by necessity, that means that like one-off individual performances will be heightened because yes. there are some players we only yes. saw once. Yes, for, for I think many of my picks are one-off performances. Some are aggregates. And some yeah. some were, were very good in aggregate, but they were ousted by one-off performances. But we'll go yeah, through absolutely. that. Absolutely. So these are the games that we covered in Game Club: the ninety-nine semi-final replay against Arsenal, the seven-one against Roma, Cup Winners' Cup final, the legendary four-three against Madrid, uh, the three-all in the group stages of the ninety-nine Champions League campaign against Barcelona at Barcelona. The uh, 5-3 at Tottenham Hotspur, the Veron Beckham one, not the other one. Uh, the the 3-2 where Keane scored late and Cantona got a brace against City. The 3 all from 1986 uh, between Spurs and Manchester United. The 3-2 Robin Van Persie game against City. Uh, Rooney's debut against Fenerbahce and Ronaldo's debut against Bolton. Um, the 96 FA Cup semi-final, a game that I forgot we'd covered and I couldn't remember what it was and then I remembered and it was an absolute cracker. Again, we beat Chelsea. The 1968 European Cup final, the 1977 FA Cup final, the 2016 Martial winner FA Cup semi-final, the 2009 Champions League semi-final destruction of Arsenal, Eric Cantona's comeback to all against Liverpool, the 99 uh, semi-final against Juventus, the Champions League final from 2008, Dimitar Berbatov's magical hat-trick uh, in uh, 2012, uh, no, 2010 10. against Liverpool and uh, Fergie's last game in 2013. So that is... Quite a list. list. Yeah, it's quite a list. And honestly, it's been so much fun. And, and that's like half a season and we went undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> Got knocked out of the Champions League and won the Champions League, though, which is weird. Yeah, this is true. Uh, and won several, several in one season. We won the FA Cup. We won the league, the Champions League, the, the Cup Champions Winners League, Cup. and the Cup Winners Cup. That's the real trick: winning both of those in one season. Have Liverpool ever done that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So on uh, Sunday, we're going to record a season, an end of season season preview 
for Weird. the World Cup of the Premier League that's about to kick off. Well, and, and European competition, which looks like it'll be played in August. Right. Um, and the FA Cup is being played. It, it, it is, seems. yes. They were even talking about having um, a reduced audience in attendance at that FA Cup, depending on how things go. Maybe not looking fantastic in terms of how things are going. Um, but yeah. So, uh, I wanted to a little bit before we start about some of the opposition players that we've enjoyed watching. I tried to make a best 11, but I got as far as Roma's keeper from the 7-1 and uh, and sort of lost I mean, if you're picking the keeper in a game that a team lost (laughs) 7-1. I can think of a keeper. Yeah, I came up with like half a dozen players that that have been fun to watch and I probably missed some, but yeah, go, go for it. Yeah, so I'm going to start with like the only defensive player that I could think of that I particularly enjoyed watching. That was Ronald Koeman, um, who was very good. I think we saw him... 91 tw- Cup Final, Cup Winners Cup Final. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, and he played very well in that game, especially, I think if I remember rightly, especially in the fact of course he scored that free kick. McAuley from the 2008 Champions League Finals, maybe a bit of a stretch. Um you know, he, he was pretty effective in the second half of that game. And this is where it starts to get interesting, really, is, is with forward players. So I, I think the, the player that I had forgotten how much I liked and really kind of rediscovered in this was Rivaldo. Yeah, that, from that, that, that three all at Camp Nou. Yes, he was well, excellent and, that day. Yeah, and scored maybe the best goal, apart from the Berbatov one, that we saw in the whole run Yeah, with the, with the overhead. Ridiculous. Um, Just ridiculous goal. You'd have Figo and Zidane, probably both in this team. I mean, Zidane we saw a couple of times and he was absolutely magnificent. The Zidane magnificent. from the game at Old Trafford rather than the Zidane Juve 99. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't terrible in the Juve 99 game, but he wasn't as good as he was in that, that Old Trafford game. Obviously, you'd have Ronaldo yeah. in that team. I mean, it's funny when we, we talked about Ronaldo from that game. He wasn't actually that great in the game, but he's got a ridiculous hat trick. So, yeah. yeah. I think I might put Eusebio in the team as well. He was very good yeah, in the 68 final, yeah. And uh, clearly respected by the United team who gave him 20 yards of space every time he got the ball. <laughs> um, as they often did for Yaya Toure, um, who was quite good in defeat in that 3-2 game. Um, and Glenn Hoddle, uh, who was Always just like... nice to look at. Not yeah. good to listen to, but you know, <laughs> he's, he's a weird man. Uh, you could call out uh, Pippo and Zaghi, of course, for scoring twice, although one of them extremely fortunate and then he was offside 98 times or something like that. And Zaghi was like such a uh, an odd player to watch, but his movement in that yeah. game was for a player gets caught offside all and the Robbie time. And Robbie Fowler in the... Uh, two all versus United. Cantona's comeback was very good. Scored a really outstanding goal as well. And Robbie Van Persie for that one cross. Yeah, but that, that that's did for, for us. Arsenal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, all right. So that, that's enough talk about opposition players. I think one thing that we have done all the way through this is not really watch the opposition much, except for basically those. Those players who we've kind of called out on the individual episodes, I guess. Yes, it's so, been a, an interesting run of. United not losing, not playing crap, ever. <laughs> Winning a lot of games, scoring a lot of goals, conceding a lot of goals. There's a lot of high-scoring games in this run of yeah, games I think we that, picked. 
That's why it's so hard to pick defenders, oh. isn't it? Because like <laughs> by def- by definition, like every defender had a bad game at some point. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. So so goalkeepers. Uh, any thoughts on revising your long held and completely wrong assertion that David De Gea is United's best ever keeper? I mean, there was just that one season where it kind of looked like realistically, if he'd stayed in the form that he had in, was it Mourinho's first season where we finished sixth, that one? Was that the one where it was absolutely yeah, insane? Yeah, right. um, if he'd stayed in that form for the f- subsequent seasons, I think that there would absolutely have been a case. I think and, David and, De Gea... No, no, I mean, and, and we may get back to that. Although, yeah, we're, we're unsure, but but during this run of nostalgia games, have we, have we actually seen him? Oh, 2016 semi final. Yeah, he played in that game, he didn't played he? In that yeah, game, yes. yeah, yeah, because he saved the pen. He played very well in that game. But no, I mean, it was a a, a sheer joy to watch Peter Schmeichel get the ball and hit two <laughs> thirds of the length miles of the pitch. And miles, yeah, shouting, lot of shouting from Schmeichel. I don't think we saw him make a real rick in any of these games either, did we? No, no, that free kick in '91's pretty, pretty ropey, isn't he? He's mis- he's uh, he's misled, I suppose. Is a generous 91? way of putting it. Yeah, the 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 cup winners' cup final. Oh no, that's not even him, it's is not it? Him. It's what am ceiling. I thinking of? Am I thinking of? There was. I don't know what I'm thinking of, but anyway, there is. There's there's the one where he makes the big rick. Maybe that was that that was the was actually in '99 that he did that um, against Riv against Valdo, Barcelona. Barcelona uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, no, he was he was great, and Van der Sar was pretty ropey in the games that we watched him in. I have to say, we we picked some bad ones for Van der Sar. Yeah, so yeah, Schmeichel's. Uh... Our keeper, I think that's fairly obvious. Van der Sar, excellent 2008 cup final. You know, decent. Well, he saved, he saved a penalty. No, he had a penalty. terrible game. He, he saved a penalty. That's all he did. He was rubbish in that game. Like, falling over. Well, they all kept falling over. At least he didn't let one in at the near post, which he did in subsequent <laughs> European <laughs> cup finals. Oh, really? I've Maybe never said that do. before, but I mean, you know, no. I'm revealing something here. Anyway, yeah. let's go on to the... The rest of the defence, because it's pretty hard. Do you want to go right back, centre back, centre back, left back, or are you going with some kind of funky formation? No, I mean, really, the only funky formation that I would possibly do is just not pick a right back, because um, I've gone with Gary Neville completely by default. Uh, he, he did not, I don't think he had a bad game at right back in this run of fixtures. He had a pretty bad game at centre back. Although maybe I think he was playing at right back when Robbie Fowler absolutely destroyed him yes, and all his family. completely destroyed him. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm not sure that Genev has had a decent game in this run at all. Maybe not. Yeah. So have you gone with Wes Brown from the 2008? No, I cheated because I, I, like, I just couldn't think of a decent right-back performance. So I've uh, shifted Dennis Irwin, Irwin over to the right-back because he's got two here, bombing up and down the left wing against Juve in 99. <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe he's just got that one. I'm thinking that's absolutely that is outrageous cheating cheating because the thing is it'd be cheating to pick Dennis Irwin at right back in an all-time United 11 and he played loads at right back for United but did he play right back once 
in this run of no, games. No, bro, I haven't got another. I kind of like, there just aren't any other right backs. <laughs> All right. I'm. Oh, you know who I'm picking? I'm picking John O'Shea. John for, O'Shea has had a couple of... De- I did think about yeah. that, and I was like... John O'Shea. Oh, there's, nothing de- there's nothing great about any of those performances. It's he decent. not make Figo in one of them. Oh, that's true. Yeah, in the 4-3. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing I'm doing my edit on the fly. O'Shea is, is in at right back in my team. Um, it didn't occur to me to pick him until just now. Megs. Um, he didn't call Megs, yeah. though. I've, I've looked at that video like a hundred times. <laughs> Uh, I think it's pretty... For me, I didn't find it too hard to pick the centre-back partnership because we did see both of these players playing very well. Uh, Rio, who was just absolutely majestic every time we watched him, I think. I can't really think... Oh, well, it was the Lukaku thing that happened in the last game we watched. It was the Lukaku thing that happened, well, for all four minutes of it. But didn't he play in that 2001 game at Spurs? Didn't Um, didn't he? he, Maybe. Had he even signed? Um, yeah, that that one that one eludes not. me. Yes, he did. He signed that summer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can't remember. So yeah. All right. Maybe maybe that was that was a knock against him. But I don't seem to remember that it was him that made like the absolutely egregious defensive errors um, that led to Spurs' goals in, in that game. And he put in just when I, as soon as I was thinking about this, I just saw a tackle where he broke up a potential counter attack late in the two thousand and eight. Um, Champions League final was an absolutely spectacular bit of defending. And alongside him, just very easy decision for me, Yapstam. I mean, he's he's just so good. And uh, when when did we see him? We saw him in the 99 game against uh, Barcelona and we saw him in the 99 game against Juventus. Um, yeah, Rio didn't play. It was Lauren Blanc and uh, Ronnie Johnson. That's right, because it's Lauren Blanc who made the absolute howlers. Yeah. Um, I mean, just a couple of shout-outs here for great performances. Um, Steve Bruce, 1991 Cup Final. Yeah. Cup wins Cup Final, I thought it was excellent. Yeah. Um, and not just saying that because I took the piss out of him at some point this season. <laughs> um, and uh, Martin Buck in, in the 77 Cup Final against a really good Liverpool attack was very good as well. Yeah, in fact, I wonder whether I might go with Bucken over Rio because... I mean, I, I wouldn't go bucking over Rio in an all-time United eleven, but maybe maybe that performance was yeah. was the equal of the 2008 Champions League final. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a tight one, isn't it? Yeah. What uh, about bucking over Stam? Because actually, the game that we the game that Stam kind of featured in heavily, Inzaghi did do him a couple of times in that game. He did. Yeah. There we go. Sorry, yep, Stam, you're out. Martin Bucken's in. Um, yeah, so my my back for well, are we I think we sort of seem to be coming up with a bit of a collective one here. We'll see if we massively fall out over anything later. But at the it's moment, Schmeichel, Schmeichel, O'Shea, Ferdinand, Bucken, and at left back, I've gone Patrice Evra. Yeah, yeah. Because... And I mean, I think he's got two outstanding performances in this series against Arsenal in the nineteen ninety nine Champions League semi final, where he's outstanding covering for. You just said no, Evra. I said Evra. Evra. Yeah, Ever was not in the Arsenal 19... Oh, you said 19 and 9... There we go, we got muddled. 2009. Yeah. Patrick Zevra, 2009 Champions League semi-final at the Emirates, where where he covered... He played two two roles in one that night. Um, And then the 2008 Champions League final as well. He's absolutely flawless. Great performance. Played in the the 12-13 game against City as well, and was really good in that. And I think he was also playing in 
the 10-11 game against Liverpool. And I think he was good in that as well. So yeah, I think I think Evera gets in. I mean, I think there's a perfectly reasonable shout that overall you would have Owen ahead of Evera, but I kind of always assumed that I would have Owen over Evera and, and revisiting Evera as kind of, you know, holding him in even higher esteem. So yeah, I mean, as I said earlier, as I was trying to cheat, I thought Erwin was very good in that that game away at uh, Juve. None of the goals came yeah. down his side either. So no, but but Evera has got more collective performances. Yeah. Um. So, my midfield is upsettingly predictable. I think I was I was trying to make this interesting. And I have completely failed. So I'm, I'm going to just go through the collective. So, so what is this, four or three midfielders? Because I've, I've, I've got three I've, who are definitely midfielders and one who could play. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I've gone, I've, but I've got them set up in a 4-4-2, but you could easily play this this same, exact same lineup in a 4-3-3. But I think you get the best out of David Beckham playing him in a 4-4-2. And David Beckham is 100% in the team oh, for of sure. game club. I mean, uh, the comeback against Spurs at White Hart Lane, where he's absolutely magnificent, Gets it alone, doesn't it? Without anything else. Yeah. And the the goal in the, the 99, 99 semi. is fantastic, yeah. His all-round performance in the game against Juve is excellent. I just, he just, he's just brilliant every time we've watched him. Uh, a player whose legacy is, is not appreciated in anything like the glowing terms it should be from a footballing perspective. David Beckham at his best is a... An absolute joy to behold as a footballer, I think. Yeah, I think if he had a bit more pace and took players on, he'd be thought of differently. Yeah. But because the the magic, his magic source was that kind of whipped-in ball and his range of passing, but especially the whipped-in ball, um, it's not revered as highly, I think. Um, But he he was an outstanding player for United, sadly left too soon for many reasons, but was a very good player for Real Madrid as well. He's, and and he was outstanding when we saw him in our run of games. He was absolutely brilliant, worth a mention, in the game against Real Madrid when he when he came on and made a massive difference. That's, that's true, Fergie, yeah. Didn't Fergie start playing, it. <laughs> yeah. He was falling out of Fergie at that stage. Should, should we play Ole on the right? No, no, maybe <laughs> no, not. No, 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 I'm <laughs> going to skip that one, yeah. Hey, um... Who was the uh, first name on your central midfield team sheet in this run of games? Yeah, well, it's de- 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 predictably Roy Keane. I mean, we watched that one. I, like, I don't know whether you caught... Um, oh, you yeah, caught, let's, caught, caught let's talk about we, it. We, we referenced and talked about I just uh, I thought, like... <laughs> anyway, we've, we've had... Uh, we're talk- talking about Michael Cox's piece for The Athletic, which he'd kind of flagged on um, Twitter prior to this and, and we've had him we've had him on the show a couple of times he's a i've met him in the past he's a he's a great guy and and uh been a good guest on this show and i'm that's all a preface to say that is just an awful take just an awful take it's the worst Roy Keane was magnificent in this game magnificent yeah i had a message saying uh i see michael cox calling you and ed a liar <laughs> it's like yeah calling us out directly because that that article came out like a week after this episode and we'd kind of said almost literally Roy Keane massively lives up to the hype in this game and he he does but he lived up to the hype every game I mean how many times did you describe him as two players in one in this run of games it was fantastic when United beat City in 93 yeah so um Eric Cantona scored a couple Roy Keane scored the winner uh, yeah, and it's just he's awesome every time. It's it's really only that last eighteen months where 
he became a, a bit of a shadow of the former player when he became much more that defensive player. He just yeah. wasn't. I mean, in fact, the um, some of the earliest games we did in this period when Roy Keane was bombing ahead of the ball all the time. Yeah, yeah and two plays in one. Brilliant in those games, but you know, ninety nine when he's at his absolute peak. I mean, he's just magnificent, but he was magnificent in the in the, the other game, the game against Real Madrid, where I talked about him not taking Figo out when you kind of thought he was going to. But it's just, just yeah, a, a fantastic run of games. I think there was one game that he played in where he wasn't a standout star that we watched, and every other game he featured in, he was, if not the best player on the park, then, you know, in the top two or three players, when you're talking about world stars all over the pitch on both teams. A, right. a, stag, a staggering talent. I found it really difficult to to pick who played alongside him though, and I'm kind of looking forward to hearing who you picked and why to to shift my yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I... I'll go sort of backwards. So, so honourable mentions for Michael Carrick, 2007 performance versus Roma. I don't think we yeah. watched him be outstanding in any other game, but uh, he was really good in one of in one of the last couple of games we watched as well. The the 12 13 game against City, possibly. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, for Brian Robson, central midfield against Barcelona, nineteen ninety one Cup Winners Cup final, sort of very good. Sort of, you know, I was going to say coming to the end of his career, but he wasn't really, was he? he was sort of thirty or Poss- so. Thing. Possibly should have been maybe coming towards the end of it. The, the next few years of Brian Robson were mostly he, he symbolic. He was bionic man by that point, wasn't he? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the winner, I, I thought, was Bobby Charlton. He's outstanding in that sixty eight Cup final. Yeah, controls the midfield. It's just a lovely, lovely kind of balance and pace to his game. You know he, uh, how he moves the ball, and then obviously scored the two goals as well. Yeah, I think that's the the right shout. Um, I, I mean, we have to talk about Paul's goals as well because Paul's goals in that game against Liverpool in ten eleven. I was so glad that we got that game because we'd seen him a few times and he'd been slightly underwhelming or certainly not the most important player on the park. But in that game. He was that was just peak late periods goals and I do think that is actually funnily enough that is the best version of skulls actually is the kind of dictator of play that he became. Yeah, the, it's interesting because uh, you know, of course, he started as a forward. His first season with the club, he scored sixteen or something goals in the as a forward, and then then he dropped back into midfield. And I mean, his detractors who take today's game and metrics and try and apply it to him and say he doesn't score enough goals and he didn't get enough assists, much as they say about Ryan Giggs. Um, but I, th- I don't think it was fair because he spent much of the latter part of his career being the sort of more of a Perlo and less of a Lampard, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, But but we didn't really catch a really good Paul Scholes early career scoring goals, shooting from distance type performance, did we? No, we didn't watch any of the ones where he scored any of his classic goals, particularly, or anything like that. I mean, I, I do think he's, him and Keane are my all-time United eleven central midfield partnership. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd go with uh, I'd go with Bobby Charlton alongside, because he, he was brilliant in that game. And, and perhaps, you know, talent-wise and ability-wise, Charlton's obviously right up there with the greats of all time in football. And, you know, Ballon d'Or winner, World Cup winner, European Cup winner, um, just a revered figure. It's strange picking players from a a different era because the game just looks so different. But, you know, he did look, he had a kind of modern sensibility about him in a way, didn't he? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we've had this conversation before, but what players from the past could fit into any era? I'm, I'm sure Bobby Charlton could. I, don't, I yeah. don't know whether he'd play in midfield like we saw him. Of course, he played in more forward positions as well. I mean, ma- mainly there. And But uh, excellent in this game. Sure, he'd fit into the modern game. He'd have to get a different haircut. That's just unforgivable. <laughs> Can you imagine a modern-day footballer with a comb-over? Talking of uh, talking of unforgivable haircuts, though, a, a modern footballer who uh, in the twenty in the noughts had the most naughty's haircut you've ever seen, and no naughty's haircut stands the test of time. Um, uh, reluctantly and with regret, but with absolutely no meaningful debate, I have to Cristiano Ronaldo on the left wing of this team. Like. Yeah, I mean, when I first scribbled up my eleven, I instinctively put gigs for 99 not because he played well because he came on as a sub of course but just for that goal but then I was like counting up the good performances uh, and I mean two in particular his performance against Arsenal away in 2009 in the Champions League semi-final was just another level uh, of just ridiculousness um, uh, in, in which Wayne Rooney was brilliant as well in that game and Park Ji Sung not that Park is going to make my <laughs> eleven, um, uh, but but um, also uh, his debut versus Bolton we watched as well. It's electric, most e- electric twenty minutes, isn't it? And he's very good in the Champions League two thousand eight final as well. Brilliant, and that's all without mentioning Roma. You know, right? So, yep. I mean, just just yeah. That every time he plays, watching him play, it's upsetting because of a degree of personal antipathy. Uh, but never mind any of that. You separate the art from the artist, and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is is just probably the best player that's ever played for Man United. Which is maybe it's Roy Keane, but I thought if it's not Roy Keane, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, Many people would say George Best, but I haven't seen enough of. I haven't no. seen enough. I've seen like you know. Of I imagine everyone our age and younger is the same. Really, you know, I've had a few videos, but maybe only the '68 Cup final video when I was younger, and all the goals highlights yeah. that you can get. That's it. Yeah, and and you know that performance in '68. I talked about it to death, but like the 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 absolute. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo can be rightly accused of occasionally putting himself first, but oh my God, George. Absolutely outrageous, and 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 he would. Have but you still to, have him on the bench though in this team, wouldn't you? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, the, yeah. The, 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 it's the spark that you know creates United's win. His his goal early into extra time in that game, and it is a very very fine goal as well. Yeah, and he was a magician, wasn't he? He was an absolute magician. And if you get a manager who, because in in the sixties he didn't have to play, he could just do exactly what he wanted. I mean, Bobby Charlton talks about how frustrating it was to play with him, but. You know, the instruction was just give it to Georgie and you could do that. And there's no way you could do that with anyone now. You know, there's nobody that could have that level of license now, but he would have been no, able to No, I mean, adapt Cristiano, and... I mean, Messi's much more tactically disciplined than Cristiano, for example. I mean, Cristiano basically plays up front now or, you know, just off yeah. the left in a front three. Um, in his early career, Fergie gave him some of that license. But yeah, mm-hmm. in, in the 68 Cup final, best starts on the right. Nominally, but yeah, because Ashton is down the left, but yeah, he doesn't stay there for long, does he? 
Yeah, and John Ashton probably deserves an honourable mention, actually, for left-wing contenders yeah. for that. But it was amazing. He was playing park football two years later. But it's, yeah. 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 There you go. Um, and forwards then, are hard. These two forwards are hard. This is hard, you know. Uh, really? Maybe you'll convince me that it's hard. I found it pretty straightforward to make this decision, really. Um, I, the, the first pick, I think, we've talked about this a lot, um, both on the show and just in our regular lives off the show. But the uh, one of the great joys of this was has been, for me, the revisiting of the legacy of Andy Cole and what a phenomenal all-round forward he was. And we definitely saw him at his best a number of times. Um, but yeah, just, uh, just I, I think, one of the great undiscovered, un, untreasured gems. I mean, not that he isn't, his name's been sung ever since he left. The the I mean in that I noticed in the uh, five all uh, against West Brom there was a, a bit early when United were winning by miles that they they did the songbook and Andy Cole's name got sung and yeah. and rightly so. My, my, my only challenge with Andy Cole is and and I agree with everything you said there. Uh, it was a good opportunity to reassess him as a player and realise what a good all round player he was, not just just a goal scorer, fox in the box type. Was that I I thought he's in aggregate. He's very good. I don't know if any of them were outstanding performances. The three yeah. all against Barcelona. It's just yeah, was it him or was it York that was outstanding? It was both, it was both, both of them, them were outstanding. Yeah. yeah, but but together, they were. I mean, they were great in some of their parts, but I thought he was also outstanding against um, Juve in in that 3-2. I mean, yeah. York, York again outstanding in that game. But no, I, I, I mean, the, you're right. Ultimately, it was the, it was the aggregate impact of Andy Cole. I, I think... Couldn't do a game club eleven without him in it because he's been such a big part of the experience for me of just of of watching all these games. Like Andy Cole's just been this 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 huge kind of rediscovery yeah, yeah. and and enjoyment of. I was on the fence with Cole, um, Cole and York. You know, I was on the like. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you could have both of them, but but yeah. someone else you got to have. <laughs> so a few honourable mentions. I mean, maybe maybe some of these players are in your team. I don't know. Uh-huh. Robin Banton, Percy, just for yeah, 2013 against I mean, City and that goal. Uh, it's just, just, I, yeah. just, I just love him more, more than I should. <laughs> but yeah, um, not in my team. Berbatov for his hat-trick against Liverpool. Absolutely we didn't see him in another game, did we? Or uh, No. And, and as we discussed at length on the bonus content after that, him really had he had like one other good game for United ever basically, and then he did that <laughs> thing on the touchline against just West on the Ham. strength of this game, hundred percent outstanding <laughs> performances. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Wayne Rooney. Oh, he's an honourable mention for Hon- you. Honourable mention. Um, oh, okay. Because, I'll call, who well, you can you can make the argument for why he should be in the team then. Yeah, I'm trying or to work out on the bench. You, so hat trick on debut, obviously. And the Champions League 2009 game. Were there other and, every, and every single time he played, he looked absolutely unbelievable. And I felt really bad about all the terrible things I said about him for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's true. Um, again, I was on the fence with this one. I mean, I, I plumped for Cantona just because okay. he was outstanding in that 96 semi and in the 93 City game. Yeah. Um, he probably wasn't outstanding in any other game we saw him. 95 comeback. Wasn't. Yeah, but is Eric Cantona? Yeah, no, but I deliberately didn't put him in the team for that reason. Like, if he if he'd been on the team in the team on merit, I absolutely would have done it. But I think that in totality, Rooney has been better in this run of games than than Eric. 
Because I, I, he probably has been, but it's against your religion to put Rooney in Evans over Eric. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say, what if we do Rooney and, and Eric over Eric over Andy Cole? But I, I actually don't think I want Eric in the team over Andy Cole in this in this run. I think, I think, <sighs> I think Cole and Rooney is the is the front two of the game club. That's Oof. that's my that's my take on this. Oh. You, you're probably right, but I just think it's wrong. So. <laughs> well, Eric can be the first. Who have you? And, did you do a bench then in this list of great and good? I think that I think that is that's a really good eleven based on on what we've saw. And now, even though it's so only been Michael O'Shea. Bucken, who was the other one? Did you say Rio, Rio in the end? Yeah, Bucken, Rio. Evera, Beckham, Charlton, Keane, Cristiano, Cole Andy Cole, and Rooney. Wayne Rooney, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, my, my list I've got down here, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm persuadable. Yeah. My list initially was Schmeichel, Irwin, Bucken, Bruce, Evera, Beckham, Charlton, Keane, Cristiano, York, Cantona. But then I had oh, every your, other. Oh, you had you had your you had your yeah. But then there. I had every other player listed in my subs. So, there's no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so maybe what we say is we take Rio out and put Steve Bruce in because I, I think that's fine. I, I think that's much of a muchness, really. I think they both they both did about the same job. But you know, Rio gets Rio gets in every combined eleven or starting eleven or best Rio's, eleven that I've Rio's ever done. Do, like, let me be clear, Rio is a much better player. Yeah, much better we'll, player. We'll go with Bruce and Buckingham time as well. So I'm putting Rio first name on the bench. Actually, David, Dave, Dave can go on the bench. Then Rio. Um, then we want Skulls on the bench. Gigs. Uh, How and many then, subs do we get? Well, we got seven. Is this is this uh, is this sixty subs? You only get one. No, we get seven subs. Is this ninety subs? So you get three, and that was a aggregate of you know our game club nostalgia. Yeah. Or is this ten subs? Two thousand and ten subs, where you get seven. Or is it twenty twenty subs, where you can get? I think five. the entire squad. Yeah, and five subs allowed. And five actual subs. Well, we can't not have Ole Gunnar Solskjaer on the bench. Like it's impossible because he literally. Oh no! Wait a minute. We didn't even. We didn't watch it. We didn't watch, we didn't watch it. the ninety nine final. <laughs> Sorry, Ali, you're not on the bench. Um, all right. So we've let's only have set... watched one champion. I oh, know, no, no, two, two, two European Cup finals. We've watched. So if we've got seven subs, we need to have York because he should be there and Cantona. So we might have three centre forwards on the bench. So Dave, we, we haven't talked about who, who who's the manager. I mean, we we wax lyrical about this for a, a long time on on Sunday Monday Monday show. We have uh, what what managers did we actually Fergie, Fergie Busby, um, no Ron Atkinson, Doherty, and Louis R- Van Hall and Van Hall, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I mean, it's Fergie. It's 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 obviously Fergie. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to sorry to say again. It's Fergie. Best assistant. Archie Knox, we saw in the 86. Yeah. yeah. McLaren, 99. Yeah. Um, Kiroz, we yeah. had a brief appearance of. It's probably in him, isn't it? Mid 2000s. And Tight Shorts. Yeah. Later I mean, on. 
I think Fergie would say it was Mick. It was. No, I was going to say McFeeling. Fergie would say it was Carlos Queiroz. He would I do. Think. I think he's the one he respected most as a coach. Yeah, that, that added most. And not, not many uh, assistants go from assistant at Manchester United to Real Madrid manager. No, absolutely not. Um, I guess we, we give it to Queiroz. But, I mean, you know, listen, this was the Fergie Best show, wasn't it? during this time. <laughs> we, um, we, did a, we did a lot of... Uh, a lot of non-Fergie shows, like a little handful of non... About a quarter of the shows were, were not Fergie. But this was like a Fergie retrospective and it was absolutely glorious because we watched all these different styles, all these different teams, and they all had the same feeling about them. They all had the same... That same sense of collective and shared purpose and endeavour and courage and, you know, all the things that you associate with with a great Fergie side. So, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um and it's going to be so weird. I mean, as if football isn't weird enough, but what we're going back to, but it's going to be so weird just watching regular, ordinary footballers rather than these sort of legends of the game like Steve Bruce and Martin Bucken. It is regular, ordinary footballers. But but look, it's uh, we are a week. Are we, yeah, as, not- you, as you guys hear this, we'll be a week away from United playing Spurs at uh, White Hart Lane. Not White Hart Lane. What are they calling the new stadium? Where, wherever it's called. To, to, I think to it's called the sponsored. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Naming rights lane, as they call it on a, another podcast. Um, <laughs> I've never heard that. That's, yeah. that's really good. Um, so, yeah, it is going to be weird. Uh, the United squad back in full contact training, um, which, is, which has been fun watching some of that, the bits and pieces that come out, looking fit. Harry Maguire looks like he's lost a ton of weight. hope he's right. all right. He hasn't caught the, the plague. Got the Ronies. Uh, there was a couple of honourable mentions I meant to do, actually, talking of talking to people who got poorly. And Darren Fletcher and Nicky Butt in central midfield, both worthy of an honourable mention. For oh, they, our... they were for, yeah, one-off performances, yeah. So, I mean, Nicky Butt, for, we saw him a few times, actually, just kicking. Just everybody. for violence. For service, MBE for services to violence. Yeah. And Fletcher, obviously, for his performance in the, the 2009 semi at Arsenal, which was outstanding and yeah. was completely robbed. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so um, so we kind of did this on the last show, but thanks, massive thanks to everyone who's tuned in. We had a few extra, even a few more nice messages from people since then. So thank you to everyone who's taken the time out to do that. And, um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be weird talking about contemporary football but i have to say i'm i'm very much looking forward to it so yeah me too me too and i i hope it passes off safely and it's yeah none of the players of get ill um there was a i think one of the the stoke coaches stoke were supposed to play united in a behind closed door friendly right today we we're recording on wednesday but it was cancelled because one of the stoke uh, coaches was um got a positive test right so you know we might see we might see that I mean they won't cancel a Premier League game if one of the players or coaches from one of the teams um, is tested positive. That's not the protocol they're going with. So uh, yeah, taking a risk there for sure. Um, but we're going to get games. We're going to get games at um, at all the proper stadiums as well. So they've ditched the neutral venues idea. Oh really? So, yes, after much discussion with local police, all the final objections have, uh, have been removed. So, yeah. Wow. Liverpool fans, behave yourself if you win at Goodison Park. Mm. <laughs> Please. Yeah. 
And United fans, don't go absolutely bonkers if we make it into fourth place. <laughs> United! United! Um, all right. Well, not long before we do a season preview and predict that United win the league because we're going to romp the next two months of the league and be and be the the close the Klausura winners. <laughs> Talk, talking of um, of uh, watching training videos and stuff, I've forgotten who it is. It's one of the um, there's a, like a private training company where some of the United players have been going and they they post some videos. I'll I'll send it over to you when I remember who it is. Like RH Elite Sports or something, some, mm-hmm. something like that, yeah, nondescript. And uh, they've got a few videos on there of um, uh, Bruno Fernandez taking long shots, <laughs> which is good fun, actually. Just, you know, it's training, like just pinging them in from every single angle, yeah. <laughs> He's a ridiculous Looking man. Looking forward to that. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, so Liverpool, congratulations on winning the Apertura. We'll uh, we'll see who wins the Clausura over the next <laughs> yep. couple of months. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that will be the moral uh, victory, won't it? Just wanted to romp do... home with nine wins out of win nine. Exactly. I want to do two shout outs. One, I want to shout out in solidarity to everyone who's protesting for Black Lives Matter. Um, we couldn't have uh, you couldn't have our we couldn't have your backs more than we can. Like this is right. just a very important platform, and yeah, that's it's not going to surprise any one of our listeners in the world to know where we come down on this stuff um and the other thing i wanted to do on a kind of more personal note is just a a big shout out to richard can from the red voices podcast who i know has been going through a really tough time and uh, yes i I meant to send him a message and so this is the message yeah because i saw it quite late and then i was like oh well it feels out of place to send a tweet but uh, yeah yes i think that's right we love you and uh yeah uh so uh, everyone else will see you. Well, everyone will see you on um, Monday with some talk about actual Man United. It's going to be confusing and wonderful. We'll see you then. All right. Bye now. Thank you. Push for that.